I created Species Nutrition with one mission in mind, to provide bodybuilders and serious athletes with no-nonsense supplements that work. I put my name and reputation on every bottle of Species Nutrition products. If you want to be your absolute best, join the evolution. We are live post Super Bowl 2024. You guys didn't watch it. Kansas City Chiefs won it in the last seconds. Chris Aceto and I are here as always. We will not let you down. Chris, I, I got sucked into watching the Super Bowl, the whole thing. And I haven't watched football all year. And I was rooting against Kansas City because um, I don't like the fact that um, the, I, I don't know. I just don't like the whole Taylor Swift, the Travis Kelsey thing. It kind of annoys me. I, I feel like my father. And uh, so I was rooting for San Francisco because, you know, the quarterback, Brock Purdy was the uh, like the, the 100th draft pick or something like that. He's the lowest played guy, paid guy in the NFL. He's like the underdog, you know? Yeah. And, I know you uh, love the underdog, Dave. He, he looks like he's 12 years old, which is even better. So, uh, and I, you know, I got sucked in and I, and I watched the whole thing. I know, did you watch the whole thing? Of course I did. Oh, you did? Okay. At least it was a good game, you know. But I'm like you. I, I don't. I don't pay attention. I only pay attention like the last three weeks of the NFL season. Two weeks. I didn't watch one game the whole season. I'm, I'm, I'm admitting it. I'm. I was a big football fan back in the day. But you know, when you have kids, you just there's no time to watch football. You got soccer games and all kinds of crazy stuff going on the weekends. But anyway, before we get started, I want to just remind people about the secrets to becoming a diet guru class. A lot of people have been asking, when am I holding it again? When am I holding it? I, I haven't held it since last year before I got my uh, heart surgery around this time last year. So right. we're having it uh, in, on uh, the February 24th, that's Saturday, uh, February 24th. If you click through on DavePalema.com, you can click on that poster. It'll take you to the, uh, the site to sign up. It's $600. For, it's a nine-hour class from uh, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. with an hour for lunch. And... <clears throat> You're going to learn everything you need to know about nutrition, diet, supplements, performance-enhancing drugs, off-season pre-contest, men, women. I, I go over everything. Detoxification. It's a very, very uh, comprehensive course. Of course, I answer all questions, and I give you guys a, a PDF. It's a 100-page manual of all my routines and protocols I've developed over the years, plus a lot of great reading material in there as well. Uh, on everything from supplements and performance enhancing drugs. It's like you, you got like the, the magic cookbook, as I would like to say. Where uh, where are you holding it? I am doing it virtually online ever since COVID. Okay. Doing that. And, cool. and you know what? The reason I kept doing it online, Chris, I'll tell you, is because it gets recorded so that people can go back and they can rewatch it as many times as they want, which mm – -hmm really reinforces a lot of the concepts. Whereas when I did it in person, even though there was like a one-to-one -one relationship and I and I can you know interact with people, it didn't get recorded. So it wasn't like people can go see because it's a lot of information in one day. Uh, this way people can go back and digest it little by little and 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 rewatch uh, different parts that, that interest them the most. So check it out. Go sign up now. You know there's uh, there's plenty of room and that's going to be a, uh, I guess in two weeks. So a week. So what's the limit? Because I know, you know, when you had it in person, you'd have to limit it. Yes, I limited there's it to 20 people. people. Yeah, it, there's no limit because online you pretty much have as, as many. There are yeah. some people who just watch and don't even ask any questions, and then there's people that interact a lot. 
and, yeah. uh, and ask questions. So it, it, it doesn't really matter, you know, how many people. Usually we get about anywhere from 15 to 20. Sometimes we get less. It depends what time of year it is. You know, I'm, I am I waited too long. I procrastinated too long. I know a lot of people have been asking me they wanted to take it. Some people actually watched some of the older classes and took those because they didn't want to wait for me. But this is, this is good because when I do it live, you have the ability to ask me questions as I'm teaching the material. Do you and have you know, people? Do you have people who take it twice? Like yeah, so. I've had people. You know, who took it like three times, like John Pierre Fuchs. Well, he's got a bad memory, but not as bad as Biden's. <laughs> but the, no, the good thing is I'm always updating it with new information, so it's always you know it's not it's not the same course from five years ago. It's always you, new. Number you, one, number two, go what's ahead. good about it is that it's a tax deduction. A lot of people make a lot of money, Chris, as a coach. And they have to, you know, you have to, you know, you're getting credit, you're collecting money on credit cards, PayPal, Venmo, you can pay taxes on that. So this is a tax deduction. So it's continuing education. If you're paying a lot of money, you're making six figures a year already as a coach, this is a great deduction for you to have. And it's also going to give you more knowledge because experience is important, but knowledge is just as important. So you want to have both of those. Things, so, well, you, you're going to have a little surprise visit with Ron Norman to cover. Yeah, I should I should do a course on, on how to uh, do QuickBooks and how to, how to keep how to keep records. Of now, you know what? Having a corporate that's one of the things we talk about is, is also setting up a corporation. It's very important if you're if you guys out there are coaches that you have your own corporation because everything you do is a tax deduction. If you travel to a show, okay, if you stay in a hotel because you're helping one of your clients that, that that's paying you, that's all deductible. You can you can you can submit those receipts to your accountant and you can have that as a tax deduction. Likewise, you know, a lot of the things you do, if you travel, gas in your car, you know, if you're driving to a show, that's deductible. So, but you can't do that if you don't have a corporation. So you need to set up a corporation. Every person who has who runs a coaching business should have a corporation set up. So I think Chris has a corporation. I pay him by a corporation. I, I have, by the way, Fuchs was one of my honorary linemen for the IFBB linemen. Yes, no, so Chris, in honor of the Super Bowl, Chris wanted to pick, and I wanted to, he wanted me and him to pick who we would make the, you know, if, if we were picking a, a Super Bowl team of bodybuilders, who would be like the front four, who would be the running backs, who would be the quarterback, who would be the wide receivers. So who do you want to pick for your, your offensive linemen? Well, I, I started with Nasser. Uh, yeah, he's big. And Fuchs. Fuchs. But I thought I forgot Marcus Rule should be playing line. Yeah, Marcus Rule is definitely going to be in that front. Yeah. He could still play it today at the size he is. That's however old he is. Just three. I think Ronnie but, Coleman yeah. is biggest has to be up. Yeah, well, too. Coleman played football, so maybe he'd be like he'd definitely be linebacker on the defense, but maybe he'd be like uh, well, he would be when he was natural, but I don't think once he got to 315 pounds, he's gonna be uh, running around that much. Yeah, we could have Dexter as a safety, right? Quick. I was saying, who would be your tall running, like wide receivers? Like, you know, like I, I thought John Brown would be a good one because he's got yeah, that John tall. Brown. Length, you know, you got to have height. So Cedric would yeah. be a wide receiver. Cedric, there you go. Delat had uh, shoulder problems, so he, he couldn't put the hands over. The you can't breathe too well either. I don't think you'd run around that much. <laughs> but who do we pick as quarterback? I say Jay Cutler right off yeah, the bat. Yeah, yeah. You have to have like you have to have the brains too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, he'd, he'd love he'd love playing quarterback. But him and Phil would probably battle for the position. No, right? definitely Jay quarterback, all brains. But Phil Not would want close. to play quarterback, don't you think? Huh? Don't you What's think that? Phil would want? Don't you think Phil would want to play quarterback? Yeah, he he would, but Jay but but, but Jay would be the, the, the go-to guy. 
Okay. He could be backup after Milos because Milos would come in <laughs> if Jay got injured. Right, right, right. Who would be place kicker? You know, that's and, a very. He could be the agent as well for all the other players. You know, well, George Farrer, Now that he's a doctor, could be the official doctor of the, of the team, right? Yeah, he could play doctor, and he could he could get into the uh, opponent's uh, locker room and steal the playbooks. <laughs> oh my god. Who would be like the running backs, you know, the, the guys who are the strongest, you know, I guess guys like uh, Joe Mackey and like Akeem Williams, yeah. right? Yeah, you got to put, yeah, Akeem, Akeem Williams would be like uh, Johnny uh, Jackson. Yeah, Akeem Williams would be a great running back like Earl Campbell. The quads. <laughs> Branch Warren, right? Yeah, got a good team. Of course, Weida would have to be the owner to be up in the skybox in the suit. <laughs> Well, Blackman would want to have one of the teams too, don't you think? Because they could, they could, they could like CBS could zoom in on Weeder in you know, on the suit, but they wouldn't know that he had the sneakers on. Oh yeah, Lee, I think Lee Priest could be the, the place kicker, probably. You know, he's a little yeah. too short, I think, to do that to any of the other. Okay. What would we do with Kai? What position would Kai be? Kai would be like a linebacker, like a like a Lawrence Taylor linebacker, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, you know. Tackler and you know, he can do it all. He can dance. He can play around. Yeah, or yeah, no, yeah. But again, he might be like a you know, like he might want to spike the ball in the, in the yeah, end zone. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I knew you going to say that. Like that you know? <laughs> <laughs> what would Cedric say? Cedric would say, uh, uh, he would say that uh, Kai could do his uh, his dance. What, what, what did he say when he did his routine? What he <laughs> no, it has to be. You'd have to have it beeped out. That's way <laughs> off the record. <laughs> Although, what did Lee write? Tight that end. Would be <laughs> Lee said he, he could be the tight end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Blackman would love it if he was the tight end, right? <laughs> Give her a receiver. <laughs> you know, I don't like the fact that they changed. When we were kids, don't you remember if it was tied at the end of the Super Bowl? Yeah. Sudden death overtime. Whoever scored first won the game. What yeah. happened to that? Yeah. When did they change that rule? This past year? Uh... Now they give the other team another a chance. What, 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 yeah. What do you think of it? The whole thing that was so wonderful about sudden death. It was whoever scores first. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of like it this way. I don't like it this way. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. What do you guys think out there? Anyone have an opinion? Lee Priest, do you think that don't didn't you like the uh sudden death overtime? Whoever scores first wins. That's that's the way it always worked. Always changing the rules. It's too uh they make it a two woke, I think. Every like everyone's got to get a chance. I, 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 I predicted that that Taylor Swift's boyfriend was going to catch the winning touchdown and she was going to run down onto the field. I, you know, I, I'm so happy that, uh, that that she stayed in the box over there. You know. Well, we, you, we we're recording right after you. No, she she's probably right now. Did you see when the boyfriend bumped the coach because he was mad yeah. that he wasn't yeah. in the game? Yeah, that was poor sportsmanship, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Only superstars can get away with that. Anyone else would have been benched after that. Yeah. No, that's true. All right. Um, Greg Valentino's in the hospital, so I want to give him a big oh, shout. What's he in there for? He um he was his eyes were all yellow. His girlfriend told me, and and he, you know he obviously he was jaundiced, and and no one knew why. So they uh, took him to the hospital. It turns out he has uh, gallstones. Ah, oh, those are the worst. Yeah. Was yeah. it kidney stones or gallstones are the worst? Gallstones. Well, well, they're both very bad. He's, he was in a lot of pain. And How do they get rid of gallstones now? Well, 
they, they break went and they try to suck out the stones, but then they what they realized after they cleared it, they realized there was still more stones in his gallbladder. So he's going to have to have the gallbladder taken out. The problem was he got a little bit of a pancreatitis because it irritated the pancreas when they went in there to do the surgery. And I think he has a small infection. So I yeah. think they're going to give him antibiotics for a couple of days and maybe end of the week they're going to take the gallbladder out, which is a really simple surgery. You know, they can do it laparoscopically now. Two holes they make. It's amazing. Yeah. But the, um, you know, the pain sucks. You know, he was, we, I was talking to him on the phone and he's like, oh, I'm in so much pain. I said, are they giving you anything? He's like, ah, they're giving me morphine. I said, no, 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 you got to ask, but I want it. Have you ever seen that, like, home remedy for getting rid of gallstones where people drink, like, a quart of olive oil with... Yeah, I've told people. It's worked for some people. I, I've, I, I know somebody who had gallstones. And they, who, didn't I, did didn't that. I, thought, I thought I sent that to you, didn't I? I don't think you did. Yeah, because I think you asked me about it. I said, well, I sent you the link to it. I thought I did, at least. But I think he's beyond that already. I think yeah. his practices yeah. are gone. You know, look, it's scary because when you get jaundiced, you don't know what's causing it. Gallbladder is the, the, the best the best option because it's it's easy. You know, they take it out. You don't really need a gallbladder. Do you know what the gallbladder actually does? Uh, does it produce bile? No, it doesn't. See, a lot of people think that, and that's why I wanted to bring it up. The gallbladder... Well, not, I don't, Dave, I don't claim to be a doctor. No, I know. I know. George, if I, if I did the, George Washington, would know. the Washington Post would probably come to my house tomorrow. So the the liver produces the bile, and, and that flows out of the liver through the bile ducts, and then it goes into the common the bile duct. It goes, well, the, first it goes into the gallbladder. The gallbladder concentrates it. So when you eat a fatty meal, it squeezes out. It's the sprayer. I always thought, yeah. It's like, so, it's like, you know, when you're washing dishes and you have the – the dishwasher the sprayer, the sprayer for the gallbladder. I mean, for the for the. Uh... Well, the dishwashing soap breaks down the, the fat globules, so it doesn't digest fat. It just breaks them down into smaller pieces, so that the enzymes can then digest it in the small intestine. So what happens is, if you have any backup from the liver into the gallbladder, you, your liver can get inflamed, and a lot of times, you know, people have uh, inflamed livers, or over you know, enlarged livers, and that could just be because their bodies are not draining out the, the gunk. The crap, the toxins. So you know, like supplements like Tudka or milk thistle will dilate those bile ducts and allow that to flow out. But if in the gallbladder where it's being concentrated, if it starts to turn to like little stones, that can block the common bile duct where the, the gallbladder is trying to feed into the intestinal tract. If that happens, you start getting tremendous pain because the the gallbladder is contracting and, and the stuff is not going out. It's like it's, yeah. you know got a hose with a with a blockage in it so it, it becomes very painful so a lot of times sometimes they can clear those stones out of there sometimes you can do the, the gallbladder cleanse and it works but if it doesn't they got to take the gallbladder out but the good thing is that the liver is still producing the bile it's just going to constantly flow into the intestinal tract you're never going to be able to con you're not going to be able to eat a whole pizza pie if you eat a whole pizza pie it's going to be a disaster so you can eat fats you just don't want to eat humongous amounts of fat in one sitting because you don't have the ability to concentrate bile which helps break down that stuff so that's, that's superb the, explanation actually thank you, thank you. i pictured every it was was uh <laughs> no it's just maybe, you know, maybe, maybe you can play backup quarterback with that brain <laughs> yeah maybe it's uh you know what it, it, it's scary when when stuff like that happens because you know you think the worst right oh my god i'm i'm a yellow i get yellow in my eyes i'm drawn to that's it i'm dead i'm a dead duck you know so it, it is scary thank god greg's gonna be fine and he'll, he'll get through this but uh just send that we got to send our prayers 
you know, also, I don't know if you know, do you know who Guy Del Corso is? Guy, no. He was a he works backstage at all the shows, helps with expediting and stuff like that. Sometimes he judges shows. I'm trying to by he uh he's not doing well. He um he uh is in I think he had a stroke from what I understand. And I want to, you know, every we gotta send prayers out. He's not doing well at all, from what I understand. And you know, it's uh the precarious situation and I think that uh, you know if anyone who's ever competed in the New York tri-state area, even in the national level, would probably know who Guy is because he's he's always backstage, and uh, you know it's, uh, it's sad you know because he's he's not doing well, and so uh, hopefully he needs a miracle pretty much to get through this. So please, guys, send out your prayers and uh, healing energy to Guy Del Corso. He's from he's a Jersey guy. Oh, we got a tip, Chris. Listen to Dr. Clapper on the gallbladder flush myth. <laughs> oh, that's your buddy, Derek from uh, from Manhattan Beach or whatever. Yeah, I'm looking at his, Derek, you, you, you're, the picture you sent me is right on the wall. <laughs> Which one? He sent me a, a picture of Redondo Beach. It's right on the wall. Oh, uh, okay, okay. It has has a couple, like. He works for Lucid. That, it's the fastest uh, electric car on the road. So yeah. he's always telling me that if I want to go to get a test drive, I come out to California, but when was the last time you and I went to California? Yeah, uh, Actually, maybe Lee. Lee, if you ever want to go to California to the Lucid showroom, um, you can go test drive the fastest electric production car on the road. There you go. The next, oh yeah, Lee, I heard. Yeah, I heard that Lee and Jimmy the Bull did their con confession show on Friday. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's up yet. I, I don't think they, we put it up yet. And Lee's wife. <laughs> According to Jimmy, told me Lee's wife was drunk in the uh, in the show, <laughs> the show, and she actually participated for the first time in the actual show. So, if you want to meet Lee Priest's wife, uh, make sure you watch the next confessional show with Lee and uh, Jimmy the Bull. Right there's that plug. What about uh, I see hotties in the U.S. So we need to get desktop bodybuilding. He had no news news that he was gonna. What was the what was the insight? He's in the he's in the chat. Yeah, Hottie Rob had reported that that Hottie's in in he made it to uh, the United States. I think he's in Dallas, right? Yeah, yeah. That's good was, news. And desktop bodybuilding had had the news on it prior to that. Yeah, I don't. Xavier, you still in the chat there? I don't know. <laughs> oh, by the way, I want to I want to I want to thank Guru uh, Amina Lai for uh, being a, a participant of RX Muscle for the last. Uh, so many years. I, I forgot to mention him. <laughs> uh, Chris, can you believe it? 15 years. We're 15 years old. Yeah, it's, it's uh, dude, I, I used to, uh, you know, it was 2009 or 10? Nine. We started okay. in February of 09. And uh, this is 15 completed years. We're going on year 16 now. Yeah, I yeah. came on, I came on in 2000 regularly, Dave, in 2010 because my oldest. Yeah. Was 14, 15, 20, was five. He's 20 now. Oh, wow. Holy mackerel. That's crazy. Five. I'm looking at a picture right now of him up in the, right on the other side of this camera when he was five, cooking in the kitchen. I look at it. I hate seeing my kids grow up. After. You're welcome. You're welcome. I like, I like them to be young. Yeah. Chris and John and, you know, all the, uh, the regulars have been, uh, you know, it's it's there's something to it when you're um, 
when you you know we created this like this this place for people to go the show for people to listen to and watch and um you know we've been we've been around longer than any other media bodybuilding and fitness website you know anywhere i mean remember bodybuilding.com was a big site back in the day uh, md was big flexonline.com was big and you know just we outlasted everyone we and we evolved and uh, we're still here and we're just you, I, maybe we're just the craziest a bunch of lunatics that are still doing this but i guess we really like what we do or we probably still wouldn't be doing this we weren't reading. We weren't reading glasses. We weren't wearing reading glasses. No, no, I wasn't. I'm only wearing the glasses because someone told me they like the way they look at me. <laughs> Hottie can't shave his eyebrows in his contract. <laughs> Lee said Hottie can't come on the show because it's in his contract. They were making a joke about who <laughs> I'm restricting athletes that, who work for him. <laughs> Sammy, that's pretty funny. I, I didn't know you. <laughs> you Ooh, can't come on the show, Dave. What? Fuad was like complaining because you know everyone's been saying that he doesn't let um uh that Sam Fulak go on anyone's show. No, he doesn't. Yeah, I know. He he th he pretends that that's not the, the case. So yeah, Valentino yeah. said that he was like he went nuts on Valentino, and then Valentino went nuts on him. And I guess uh, so now the, now Lee Priest will never let that die. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got it. We got a very big tip now. Look at that. Fifteen dollars. Congratulations, the Arcs Channel and Team. This channel has helped me get through some tough times. And prayers to Greg in the hospital. And people do watch TV. <laughs> Best wishes, uh, Christos from Melbourne, Australia. Oh, thank you very much, Christos. Very kind of you. And uh, I'm glad we've been able to entertain you for the last fifteen years. So. Here's another. We got another. I think this this guy <laughs> this guy actually I think makes fun of us usually. That was nice. <laughs> Look, you know what? It's a place to go. Everyone knows every Sunday night we're doing the show live. We take time out of our time. Even after we waited for the Super Bowl, it's a little later than we normally do the show. But, you know, we don't want to leave you guys hanging. And then some people watch it the next day on, on podcast. So I'm glad that everyone really enjoys what we do. And we're going to continue doing it for as, as long as uh, as long as long I'm still uh, coherent. Don't say it. Don't say it. Not alive. Coherent. I might be alive, but I'm not coherent anymore. I just I'm not allowed to do the show anymore, Chris. You got to get me off the show. <laughs> well, you you uh, at least said he's the dog, you know they, they CBS wanted to interview Joe Biden for the halftime show. Oh no! Only like a hundred billion people watching the 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 show, and of course they turned it down. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. You know they usually interview the president. Yeah. yeah. During Time show. He, he's he's. Can you? There's no way this guy's gonna run. Right? Trump said he'd do it, Dave. He said he'd fill it. He did. <laughs> this, I guarantee you, he will not be the the nomination, not the nominee once the convention comes. There's no way they can let this guy run. How could he debate Trump or or JF or RFK Jr.? It's impossible. Well, there's no way that he will. If he is, the, if he yeah, is, the, you have to. You're the president. How are you not going to go on the debates? I mean, it's, it's they will not. There's no way. There's, I don't think he's going to be. I think they're gonna. They're gonna get rid of did you see? Did you see when he came out last week? When when uh, this this week when? Yes. Uh, with regards to having the classified information at home. Yeah. Well, they and remember. I was listening to it live, Dave, and he mentioned the. Uh, he called the what do you call the? Uh, the governor, the, the the president of Mexico, he referred to him as the. 
he used uh, Egypt's president. Or so was, was, Mexico was in Egypt, right? I think, yeah. right? One of yeah. them. Some gaffe. Yeah. He's, it's, you know, look, my father at the end of his life was, you know, I would not want him being president. And he was pretty smart during the rest of his, you know, earlier in his life. I, when he was 88, he should not have been president. But. Take take a poll, Dave, on the show. Who looks younger, President Biden or President Mannion? Oh, Jim Mannion it, was by the way. By about 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> How about who, who's mentally on their game? Right, no, Mannion. <laughs> It's not Manny's even Manny's got him by 30 years. Jim's sharper than I am when I was talking. Huh? Jim is sharper than I am. Well, oh, he's only got you by three years then. <laughs> Jim, how and about, a, Jim and I have a birthday. Look, how about look youthful and fit? <laughs> I think man I think I think Manny's got JRFK Jr. on being fit as well. <laughs> Lee said Lee said Biden went to the NBA playoffs, so he mixed it up. <laughs> what did he say? He said Biden went to the NBA playoffs by accident. He got mixed up. He knew there was a ball involved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got another tip here. Hold on. What is this guy? Oh, wait, hold on. Cito, you look like Kevin Spacey's distance, distant cousin. Well, Berg says that. I would like to have the bank account. Yeah, I'm sure you would. Although he's uh, he's another controversial person. Well, he keeps getting off. Well. He must be he must be innocent then, right? <laughs> All right, let's get let's get back to uh, Hadi. So Hadi's in in, in uh, the United States now, which means he's going to beat the Arnold Classic, which means we got we have a really good two man battle at the top. Um, you you said it's Kai versus Phil, you know, all over again. We're going to have Samson versus Hadi. The analysis people want is number one: how does Hadi beat Samson, and then how does Samson beat Hadi? I want your analysis on this, Chris. Um, Hadi, Hadi beats Samson on condition, and Samson beats Hadi on total amount of muscle on the body. So, what Samson has to do to win the show is be conditioned enough to be able to highlight that size, and um. You know, if, if, if Heidi comes in ultra blazing, then it's going to be hard to get by Heidi. Do you think it's possible that Heidi might make the, the mistake of trying to come in too hard because a lot of people criticize? It's a great point. That he wasn't that hard he, enough for the Olympia yeah. and then maybe ruining his physique because of that? Um, if he comes in super hard, he still hides the fewish flaws that he has. But she doesn't have many flaws, right. so it worked. That works for him. Um, you know, the Olympia look works works for him. I, I think that I think that the the ball is in the court of Samson because I think regardless of where Hardy, how Hardy comes in, if he comes in looking like he did this year, last year, the year before, you know, 18, 19, 20, whatever, all those years that he spent right there in the running. Um, He's hard to get by, but but I think Samson, you know, um, and I was, you know, I, I think Samson's yeah. real dangerous. I think Samson um, holds his own destiny in his own hands. That's, That's what, what I mean. The ball is in his court. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, I think he can dictate whether he wins this or loses this yeah. by what he brings. Whereas I think Hottie is only going to be as good as Hottie's going to be. Yeah, which is not 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 
anything but positive. I mean, that's not a negative, it's just the way it is. You know, it's kind of like saying, like, if Andreas Munzel was the, you know, champion, you know, the most conditioned guy, like, well, how is he going to come in? Well, it doesn't matter. He's gonna, still going to be the most conditioned guy. You know, I, I, I wanted to ask you that. A lot of people don't know who Andreas Munzer is. And I'll, I'll pull up a picture of him. But Munzer was crazy, crazy, crazy shredded, you know, and back in his day. And, you know, the guys he went up against were just really hard. And they and they just were – I mean, that was the 90s. That was when you had to go against Lavroni and, and Wheeler and all these guys. Um, you know, how do you think that Munzer would be doing in, in today's day and age if his physique was competing? He'd be doing great. You think, he'd be winning, you think he'd be winning shows? Yeah, I think so too. He he has the he had the quad. I mean, yes. Just put up any picture of him. He had the quads, the back, the glutes, the hams, the abs, the, the arms. Look at that! People don't remember how shredded this guy was. He had stripes everywhere. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I didn't need to look at. Him. I don't even need him. I can see it right through the bed eyesight. And he was big. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah no, he, he had size. I don't know if you ever met him in, for, in real life, Dave. If you ever saw him training in the gym. Yeah. No, I never did. I never saw him. Yeah, the picture. yeah he did that. His routine, Dave, was chest, shoulders, tri. He, was, he had the Coleman routine. And oh, he trained his body part twice a week? Trained every day, twice a day, 365 days a year. Sunday's off. <laughs> chest, shoulders, tri, back by legs. Repeat. Chest rolls, try back by legs. It's off. It's crazy. Off yeah. He was he was really impressive. I remember Hamdullah was crazy shredded too. Yeah, but small. Yeah, but smaller. Lindsay was was better. That, that's a great shot. Those those triceps. I remember those triceps were just ridiculous. Yeah, shoulder striations upon shoulder striations. You know. And and remember, guys, this was this was in photos. If you would have seen this guy in person, he he was probably even crazier looking, you know. Yeah, big arms too on a front double. Super crazy legs. He was. I don't. You. I. You. Th I mean, do you think his his A lot of people think because he was on a lot of drugs. It was. I don't think it was a drug thing. I think it was just like he trained, like you said, crazy hard, dieted like a lunatic. And you know, he—I heard that the, the bodybuilding was like his whole life. I mean, everything he did was related to bodybuilding. You know, he—he he just lived that lifestyle. And you know, it—he it, was like another Beneziza. You know, that was his, his all he did. But I don't think there was another guy. I mean, I was pretty hard back in the day. I don't think there was another guy as hard and dry as yeah. this guy on, on a, a routine basis. You know, routinely. Yeah, every show was right on the money. He. Uh, he he figured it out. You know, get shredded. And like I said, I don't know if it was just a genetic thing with him, or he was just you know he just you know worked that hard. You know, but <coughs> I mean, probably genetic. Probably yeah. hard, you know, a little of everything at that level, right? That was probably one of his best looks right there. He was really complete. He got a back shot. His head, you don't show his back. Quads were outrageous. Frustrated. Cross, 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 ready quads. Gets him and Momo Beneziza. Crazy back double. Gets him and Milos. Look at that tricep. 
It's insane. Really impressive. I don't see. I guess it, uh, this is not really a great back shot. Of the, not really hitting the blues here. That's his leg. That was what his leg looked like. I remember looking at this in the magazines, Chris, and I would be like, "Holy mackerel, man! That's it was like it was like a creature from another planet, almost. You know, especially when you're a kid and you said, "How could I ever look like this?" <laughs> You don't see guys doing this lean anymore. When, when Mike Francois won the 95 Arnold, he had uh, a picture of him on the uh, treadmill in his basement. Oh, that's great. And then he had a, another picture of him in his bathroom. So the minute he woke up in the morning, <laughs> that's what he'd see. And then he'd go down and do the treadmill. And then, you know, when he go to bed at night, that'd be the final person that he would see it. And in his mind was, you know, that's the level of density that I need to be to be able to win this show. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a good, if you're gonna, if you're gonna try to emulate anyone conditioning wise, that's, uh, he's a good guy to do it, that's for sure. Truly remarkable condition, freaky guy. I mean, like I said, coming from someone like myself who got really, really, really lean, um, he he made me look like it wasn't even hard. This guy, he's yeah. that shredded. I mean, just incredible, incredible. So that means I, Dave, he only took 52, 52 weeks, fifty-two workouts, <laughs> fifty-two off days a year. <laughs> Not many. Plus, he trained the body part. I mean, some people train body part once a week. He got in like two years in one year. You, you yep. think of it? Chest was tried back by legs. Repeat it. Yeah. Now, uh, Rubio Mascara is out of the show, and uh, I know Milos was on, I think, the Dennis James podcast, and he was talking about it, and he was he was saying how he was very disappointed that Rubio didn't do it. I guess Rubio pulled like a um, an Andrew Jack. I guess after the show, the, the show's in the fall, he went back to Columbia because he hadn't been back there. That's where his family's from. He's Colombian. And I guess there was no there's no gym where his parents lived, and he, he really didn't work out. So I guess by the time he got back, and try to start training you know he had, same thing andrew jack he had eight weeks left and he had lost some size and he had been cleaned out so i guess that there just wasn't enough time and i you know i understand why would you want to do a show you know that if, you, if you're rushing here you are you're a young guy you're trying to make improvements you want to show the judges a better look than you did at the last show so i think it's a smart move to wait till new york bro and i know he's still having trouble working on getting a passport so to the u.s so there's no reason to put that kind of stress on yourself he's young enough he could always do another Arnold Classic down the road. Yeah. We as fans obviously wanted to see him and wanted to see how he was going to do in the lineup. But, you know, if he's not going to make improvements from the last time we saw him, we're, we're, we're just going to criticize him, right? <laughs> we want to see him, but then we also we, we have every intention to, to criticize him if he doesn't look better. So, yeah. Well, this is, this is the only sport that, I mean, it's funny, bodybuilding is <clears throat> bodybuilders, you know, even at this level you know, receive just enormous amounts of not accolades, but criticism. We just watched the Super Bowl and like fans, you know, of the 49ers would say like, great game. And this, you know, it would never, I mean, it's rare to hear them criticize the best, but in bodybuilding, everyone criticizes the best, right? Because right? we, we want to see something better than we saw last time, right? I mean, isn't that really what it amounts to? Yeah. I just, I mean, it's the nature of the beast. We want to constantly see better, more freaky, you know, 
if he doesn't bring this to the stage or better, then we're going to be disappointed and we're going to yeah, say yeah. it was a failure fail. So he obviously knows that he's not, he lost some size from coming off, you know, all the supplements. He hasn't been training regularly because he didn't have a gym where he was in Colombia when he was with his family. Well, let him let him regroup. He's a freak. In probably four weeks, he'll probably he'll probably look great. He'll be huge again. And then let him, you know, focus on the New York Pro. The New York Pro is going to be really good this year. You know, there's a lot more yeah. prizes available. It's a good it's a good show to make your name a, a household name, so to speak. Um, obviously, the New York fans are the best. If you if you look great, they will raise you up to the highest of high levels. If you suck, they'll boo you. You know, it's the old, it's probably the only place in the, in, in the country, right? You can go see a show and actually get booed. I can guarantee you. Well, I've been there when people have been booed. Remember, remember Night of Champions? They used to boo people all the time if they, if they yeah. were wrong. You're right. But they were the they were the craziest fans. You know, if they didn't like the decision, boo. They would boo and, and, and hiss and make all kinds of crazy yelling, screaming noises. New York crowds are like no other. I've gone to every other state, seen shows, other countries. It's <laughs> the fans are just quiet in most of no, German yeah. fans, I think, are the craziest. Oh, they are? Okay. Right. Yeah, I think German bodybuilding fans are the, are the, the loudest, uh, most appreciative, uh, hardcore of all time. <laughs> Lee said no one was booed except Jocelyn Peltier. <laughs> That's true. Lee, did you compete in Germany ever? You and I were in Germany uh, for the FIBO. Remember when they had that pro show? Wasn't, yeah, did, yeah. Didn't Cedric yeah. win that? Yeah, Cedric won it. And uh, they loved them there, yeah, you know. Yeah, I think that was one where Lee Thompson allowed him to compete. <laughs> he did apologize to you, Chris, right? Or yeah, asked it was. It was. Wasn't it? Wasn't he late for that one? Yeah, that was the. Didn't that Lee Thompson called Cedric and asked for his forgiveness too? No, he told them that uh, he told Cedric that came up to Cedric and told them his uh, that Jesus had forgiven him. What did, what did Cedric say in, in response to that? Cedric told me, yes, he may have, but I didn't. Without yeah. Lee said he did uh, Russia, Budapest, Prague. He said, did you do Germany? Uh, did he do Germany? I don't know. He, he said Bu Russia, Budapest, Prague, so maybe not Germany. Look, I don't think they had a Germany. Did they have a German Grand Prix back in the day? I don't think they did. I don't know why they didn't. Because they, you know, they, they, yeah, they had a German. They used, well, to have, they used to have a German show, but they had that German Olympia, I think, in 2015 or 16. That was later. That was much later. Yeah. yeah. That's when I mean, the, the crowd was just insane. I don't know why they don't do it. Oh, no, he said he was third in Germany, so he did do a German show in 97. How was the crowd late? Was the crowd greatly? Yeah, you know, species is hard to get in, in Canada. I'll tell you guys why, because they, they they make the importation really difficult. So you guys can buy it from the speciesnutrition.com website, but um, I can't stock it. I used to stock it there. I had, I had a site, website there. I had some guys that were distributing for me that Canada makes everything a really a difficult process. You would think that we were living like a 10,000 miles apart from each other. Dave, did you ever, did you speak in it? Did you ever go up to the Muscle Mag office in Canada when Bob, what's his face? Uh, Alive and no, I didn't. I, I saw the Muscle Mag store there, but I never went to the uh, the offices there. Unfortunately, I should. Well, the story. I think he had the offices above it. I can't even remember. 
I he did. I just never went up to the offices. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have the connection. Yeah, that that was a good good place to go visit. Was it nice? Well, it was just, you know, it's just like something where you'd say like, it's just like the the only thing like Times Square back in the eighties or something was just, you know, just you know how Golds was like in its heyday. Yes. Just take that weird energy and all, and just just throw it into like a, a store with every supplement magazine's clothes. You know, I remember that he had a he had a really uh, Bob Kenny had a really nice muscle mag store in in Venice. Remember that one? No, I never went into that one. It was beautiful. It didn't last. They, you know, they actually had one on Long Island. It was next to this sushi restaurant I used to go to all the time. <laughs> I knew these guys in there. And every time I'd go in there, they would just give me free supplements. I don't I don't know. That's, that's probably why I went out of business. I guess Bob wanted to really franchise that thing all over the place. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Just I guess it just didn't it didn't work for some reason. I don't know why. I think it was just it was a very big expense. But uh, they were beautiful. They built out those stores. They were gorgeous the stores. Yeah. Bob 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 Kennedy muscle man Bob was like the uh Jerry Springer of bodybuilding because he you know to compete he started putting like girls and g-strings on the cover which is like normal now because you have bikini division but it was like wow back then you know yeah these girls didn't compete they were just like like glorified uh you know what <laughs> yeah, well, they, well, they weren't glorified they were from the toronto area there were strippers <laughs> from the toronto area a lot yeah, of them i think yeah, Bob would just go in there and feel them for talent yeah, and Bob said, you know, it's a great way to get eyeballs. He was right. He sold magazines. Totally right. Yeah. That was, a, you know, that was a good magazine because it was like, um, it was like. Independent. Yeah, he didn't really. Like the care. village voice, Dave. Yes. <laughs> he he didn't care what anyone else thought of him. He, he wrote whatever, they, whatever they wanted. He would do, he would have David Paul artistic pictures in there. He would have like drug columns in there. He would have like, you know, gossip columns. He would do, it was just, there was no, it was everything in there basically. It was, it was I liked it. It was a good, and it was really long, the magazine. He had a lot of content in there. You know, yeah, a lot, lot of content. What did Lee say? He said, uh, in Budapest, Paul Dillett and I sent Nasser some chocolate cake in the restaurant. He stood up and just started yelling at the waiter. And then we, when we started laughing, he started yelling at me. Oh, I remember that story. <laughs> 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 Dillette, yeah, Dillette, it wasn't very hard to get Paul Delight to cheat on his diet, you know, but uh, Master took those things very seriously. Sabotage. Trish Stratus, right? She came from that Canada, uh, Canada area. Yeah. She became, she became a very popular wrestler. Yeah, she was yeah. in the WWE. She was one of the girls that made it. But there was uh, there was her, that girl Stacy, right? Stacy Belair. Yeah. I think Stacy's mother worked in the, uh, in the in the main offices for Muscle Mag. I think she was Bob Kennedy's secretary. Mm -hmm. I think that's how she got in the magazines, but yeah, he um he um he was good because he would put a lot of new talent in there, whereas Weeder would really go for more of the established guys. Yeah, you, you didn't see a lot of new people in there. I think Bob would, would put the new people in there, and then Weeder would see someone in his magazine that he would yeah, them up yeah. It was a free for all. It felt like a free for all versus like Weeder's corporate feel, you know. I think Lee, weren't you in Muscle Mag first? I think Lee was first. Covered in muscle mag before Weeder had him, I believe. So. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Bob, it was funny because Bob, <laughs> you remember who worked at the Golds Dennis that, that, that would field all the talent for Bob there? That would be what the yeah the guy that yeah it would be I've, yeah. 
I know exactly what you're going to say. It's not Irvin Gell. Steve Nees. Steve Nees. Steve Nees, yes. Well, Irv shot a lot of pictures for Bob Kennedy. But... Yeah. Irv is now a Hollywood agent. He is? Yeah. I didn't know that. Who does he represent? I don't know, but he's got a couple people in his stable. Wow. Good for you, Irv. Irv did some of the, the best pictures of Jay when he was young. Yeah, it came out and stayed with him. Yeah. I, I think mean, he stayed on his couch on, in, on Eustace Street in, in Worcester. Did he really? Oh, my yeah. God. I think Ed Connor sent him out there, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how yeah, old. Irv, Irv shot Lee. Irv shot me when I was first got to Gold's Gym. I was on the cover and did every part, body part, and then Ed Connors took the photo and sent it to Joe Weider, and that's how he got a contract. There you go. That's funny. Yeah, now Irv was Irv was always at the gym, you know. Is this what are you right? He represents Kevin Spacey, Elton John, and George Michael. What's that? He said he represents Kevin Spacey, Elton John, and George Michael before he died. I see a pattern. Who said that? Lee said that. <laughs> Lee, you're out of your mind. I was going to say, well, which, which funny person said that? That's why I said who. I wanted to know who. Oh, Lee, of course. Er, you know, Irv would shoot you all day long. I mean, for like hours and hours and hours and hours. And <laughs> he wouldn't even take you out to eat. Well, I never got taken out to eat. I don't know if Lee. Lee, you ever get a meal out of Irv? I think he was, he was a little cheap, Irv. I guarantee you leaving get a meal at him. Ed Connors, I'm sure, bought him a meal too. But not Irv. No way. Irv was going. Irv went up. Remember the, there was the balcony overlooking everything in Gold's? And yes. He wanted to shoot my hamstring. So he had me on a laying down on a lying hamstring machine. And he was above me, shooting down. And he was, you know, if, if you've ever shot with Irv, Irv would go, one, two, three. And then he would shoot every single time. One, two. Three. Yeah, it's like the count, the count from the Sesame Street. <laughs> and I'm like, Irv, I can't hear you. One, two, three. I said, we shot. Haven't we done enough hamstring stuff already? Yeah, he would always do. Irv would always shoot the new, do like new talent who might, you know, bring their pro card. And oh, look, he he took me out to he took Lee out to lunch. Told me how Robert Kennedy bought bought every photo, and he made thousands of dollars off him. And I said, "And this is all you can give me is a fucking lunch." <laughs> I said, "At least you got lunch, Lee. I didn't get anything." Then again, I guess he didn't sell my, all my pictures for thousands and thousands of dollars. So, thank you, Kevin Greck. Congratulations on fifteen years, the entire team. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What else did I want to talk about today before we? Valentino, I said we talked to. Oh, I you know I had a hernia surgery on. Uh, on oh yeah, that's right. Share yeah. with us how that went. It was. It took them fifteen minutes to do it. The prep for it was the was the longest thing. You know they, they got to prep you and they got why they had to put me under general anesthesia for for a fifteen minute surgery. I have no idea. They could have just given me some propofol and knocked me out for like fifteen minutes. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was no. I, I haven't even taken a pain med for it. It's like a little. It's a small incision. They he said he's just sewed it up and hopefully it holds. And uh, it wasn't too bad. So I, I got of all my surgeries, that was probably the. You know what they use now? They they actually will glue glue it like super glue you back together. So they sutured the you know the muscle layer and then the skin. They they put glue on it. And the, the advantage of that is you can go take a shower the, the, the same day if you want. Mm. And eventually, when the glue falls off, you know you, they don't want you rubbing on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But 
it's, yeah. it's sealed. There's no chance of any bacteria getting in there because when they stitch it, it's it's still open a little bit. You know what I mean? It could ooze and stuff like that. This thing, nothing's come out of it. Now, granted, I I do have some black and blue stuff down my stomach because you know gravity is pulling down some of the um some of the uh, I guess the bruising there, but it's it's very minimal. It's it's really not bad at all. So, I uh, if you need to get a hernia surgery. It's not such a big. I've had my. They, they still put mesh in there. Well, how did they? Or they just sew it. You know what? Mine was small enough. He said that they really couldn't even use mesh. He just he just sewed up the hole, basically. Yeah. And, um, which sounds like it's a better option, but I think mesh is a little stronger. But he said it was really small. He said he, he couldn't even try to do mesh if he wanted to. But you know, this time I I was I prepared for two weeks before I stopped all any nutritional supplement that would cause like anti clotting. Like yeah. I stopped omegalize, which is the fish oil. I stopped anything with vitamin E in it. I kept my vitamin D3. I kept um, my methylfolate I take, and I, and I kept my vitamin C just for healing purposes. But everything else I stopped. I stopped the baby aspirin I usually take every day just because just, just for shits and giggles. And I didn't bleed at all, which was great. So, But you need to stop it two weeks before. That, that's, mm -hmm. the, that's the key time for you. What is it? What is Lee saying? Artie Zella. Uh, Artie Zella used to take a lot of photos of me in World Gym, Gold Gym, with his sidekick, Jerry Frederick. We know Jerry. Where is Jerry these days? He was a different, different type of guy. <laughs> Jerry was the first person to ever print a picture of me in the magazine. So, you remember Jerry? Yeah, I remember. I, 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 his column's called Hot Shots, right? You're talking to me, Lee Priest. Yeah, to you. Yeah, me, me, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Jerry Fred, Fred, Frederick. Fred, Frederick. Yeah, I, I knew, I, like um, I knew Art Zeller as well. Oh, you did know Art? Art yeah, Art used to come up every Wednesday to the bodybuilding camp the first year they had it. Mm -hmm. And um, he was introduced. You know, people didn't know who Art Zeller was. And Art Zeller was Arnold's photographer. Right. And so he would come up and share with people who paid to go to the bodybuilding camp in those days on Wednesdays, he would do a slide presentation with all of his personal favorites that have never been published. But he would bring them up in this case and he would guard them, Dave, like it was gold bullions, you know? You know, you know, the, you know the case that the president has, the, what do they call it, the football with the nuclear codes that somebody, <laughs> that's how he would guard those photos and he put it really. He put an old slide projector out. This was 1987. Right. And he'd give a commentary, endless commentary on uh, every photo. But I saw this, like, if the camp was 10 weeks, every Wednesday I'd see the same, you know, the same pictures. But he would right. talk about them in a different way every week. Wow. That's, that might have been, that, that was really fast. I wish, you know, I wish someone had, had videoed that whole, Oh my God, session yeah. where he went and he talked about you know meeting Arnold, meeting Franco, Frank Zane, but his favorites to publish were he'd he'd, he'd show other photos, but most nine out of ten pictures would, would be of Arnold. He and he loved Arnold to death. Great pictures. He took some really good pictures of Lee too. Lee Priest. So it's funny because he, um, hey Dave, he was very Bob Gruskin like Ashley. Yeah, he was. Oh, was he? Oh yeah, yeah totally. I know Lee really liked him a lot, right, Lee? Let's see what Lee said. Hold on. World War Three almost. <laughs> Lee's Lee's already on to another subject already. He's <laughs> already. <laughs> uh, what else is on my list here? All right, so I had my hernia. I talked about the course. 
Oh, we get. You know what? Before we wrap up today, we got to get back. I want to get back to the um, the Arnold Classic. So the Arnold Classic is coming up, obviously. And what we got? Three weeks now. Yeah, it's about three weeks, right? Yeah, three. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I know. In two weeks, I have the course, the secrets of becoming a die guru. Then the weekend after that's going to be the Arnold. So that's going to be a a big week. We're all booked and everything. I'm just waiting for all the press pass stuff to come through. Oh wait, hold on. Kevin Greg has something to say. Dave, tell Chris he mentioned the photographer a few shows back, Raymond Kassar. He does yeah. have the most complete yeah. bodybuilding magazine collections in the world. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah, yeah. Raymond. He, Raymond. Raymond did actually, after that show, message me on Instagram. And he, I can't remember. I think he said, when you come to, you know, wherever he is, Malta, I think, or he said, I'll, you know, share it with you. I've seen pictures of it. It's unbelievable. Oh, really? It's, 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 metic it's meticulous. It's gigantic right, and it's right. cataloged. You know what I mean? So like the muscle mags are here, the flex mags. Uh, so you can actually there. find what you're doing. I see. Okay. Oh yeah. And it's it's in like like cases. So you know who would love going there? Go ahead. So, let's go on a game show. Blackman. Who would love to go there? Blackman. No. No. Who? No, no, because Blackman will be jealous. Oh. He would not no. want to go there. He'd talk negatively about it. Who would want to go there? John Hansen. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, if we John do the bodybuilding Hall of Fame, we, could, we, we, could, we should we should we should do a GoFundMe for John Hansen. Send him to Malta. Send him to Caesar's Raymond Caesar's house. Sorry, yeah, or whatever. And and then he could uh, have a field day. You know what? He'd he'd know each magazine too. He'd probably hold it up and say, you know. <laughs> You say, oh, that's flex. No, no. The scary thing is, I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, uh, Chris, that you and I probably would be able to name a lot of where these uh, the, we would recognize these magazines and, and the articles because we probably read those magazines so many times. Yeah. If yeah. he started pulling them out, we'd be like, oh yeah, that's the magazine that Corey's in the, on the last page, and 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 Robbie Robinson's on the front open, you know, the center centerfold. Yeah. And, I know that the magazines that I read back in the day, I, I would recognize them if I saw them again. That's how many times I've read those things. Like, yeah, well, Raymond has a ton of photos from Muscle Time. He posted, oh yeah, he used to do that Muscle Time stuff. There's yeah, a lot of yeah, he was a he was a trailblazer because he had. That's right. When you, Dave, you forgot when you were talking about going back 15 years. If you go back <clears throat> 15 years or maybe a little bit more, he had the first bodybuilding website that featured like the big contest results. Like now you can go to the NPC News and see the Olympia. Right. Um, but back then you'd go to his website and you'd see unbelievable pictures of like, you know, let's say some show in England, some show in Italy, you know, the, the, the Olympia, the Arnold, you know, he'd have backstage photos, he'd have close-up photos, candid photos, prejudging photos, finals photos. And he's a great photographer. No, he's very good. Yeah, so there's some really good. I've seen some good pictures of myself backstage at some of these shows for Muscle Time, I and I forgot that he was the one. He'd, he'd be a, he'd be a good. I saw him at the Olympia this past year. He'd be a good person to have if he's at the Arnold wrap up because he's got so many years, you know, so much history in the sport. He's been well, maybe around. Maybe get him on the show, like uh, like do like yeah. a little more Arnold remembrance that remembering the Arnold Classic or something like that. You know, you should have him on. He's, he's yeah. you know. You got to see if he's still around. Came Lee said, hold on. He came to Texas and filmed me leading up to the 2006 Iron Man win. There's a lot of good video of people also. Okay. I'll have to yeah. talk. People talk to me. All right. Getting back to the Arnold Classic for a second. So we got Hottie. We got yeah. Sam. 
obviously the, there are other good guys in the show, but I, you know, I have to believe they're the two top five guys in the Olympia lineup that are going to be in that show. It's going to be a two man show. And, you know, knowing what you said about Samson, that Samson kind of holds his own fate in his hands. He comes in hard enough with enough fullness. You know, he, he might be too much, you know, for hottie. Yeah. What, what is hot? If you're advising hottie, you know, what do you tell hottie? Like what, what, come in what, the way keep coming in the way you keep coming in. There's, there's no there, keep coming in the way you keep coming in. There's there's no there's no there's nothing that he has to do to prove himself, and there's nothing that he has to do to improve himself. Yeah, you know he just has to keep. You know he just has to keep showing up. It's just like the Olympia. You know he essentially won by keep on showing up. You know, he kept on moving up in the placings until he got the Olympia title. But he's had different looks on stage, don't you think? Yes, no, he's had different looks on stage. He's had super crazy peel. But I think the last two years, he's put on masks, and maybe he's given up a little bit of that crazy peeledness. But, you know, what? the crazy peeledness didn't work for him in the past in ter terms of the placings, you know? You know, he's, he's gotten a little bit bigger, a little bit rounder, a little bit fuller, and still super conditioned. You know, there's there's a point sometimes to be an over-conditioned. Mm -hmm. You know, and over-conditioned, well, it makes a big first impression. You know, if you stand next to somebody who's bigger than you, then even with that over-conditioned, you know, you get lost in the size sometimes. Right, right. So I don't think there's anything that he quote needs to do. I, I think what I think a mistake he could be he can make would be trying to come in too big or too full to try to battle Samson's roundness or trying to come in too ripped because that could make him look a little flat. Yeah, well you can see th th this is a great picture. They they both look great here, but you can just see yeah. that's my whole point is Samson's a bigger guy. Right. And at some point that might carry him you know it didn't carry him at the olympia um but it, you know it might be might carry him here yeah so i think it's going to be a great battle i'm, I'm so happy hottie made it because i was very concerned that we were going to get a show where Samson well you you, you had there. you you had xavier with the innuendo like he knew something <laughs> i don't think xavier knew anything <laughs> actually xavier and i talked on the phone the other, the other night for about an hour or more we had a good conversation but yeah i, I think that i think what xavier did was he reached out to ha hani rombod and hani gave him zero information basically yeah <laughs> which, which, which i expect you know because they don't want to jinx themselves and then once obviously hottie got landed then hottie hani made the big announcement because at least they knew he was here i wouldn't say anything either right i mean the last thing you want to do is jeopardize somehow him getting here or jinxing the yeah. whole process Dave, the only other the other thing about that showdown, you know, that though that comparison is, um, you know, if 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 Samson's improved since the Olympia, that leaves a big first impression on judges, right? Because while you judge in what's in front of you, mm -hmm. first impression is important. Sure. You know, so if he looks the same, if if I'm the judge and he looks the exact same and he looks the exact same, you say, well, they look the exact same hottie. One, Samson, two. Right. But if um, Samson looks like he's improved since the Olympia, 
you know, you, you kind of throw out the previous in your head, you throw out previous scorecards, fictitious scorecards, what you might've had at the Olympia and say, okay, let me take a really close look here. It could, come, it, could, it could come down to personal preferences and Samson could win, or it could be a slam dunk for Hardy anyway. And, you know, he ends up winning the honor club. Hmm. We won't know till we see him, but you know, there's, um, I know it's terrible to judge by Instagram photos because this, this, filters, oh. but it, if Samson looks anything close to what we're seeing on Instagram, I don't think he could lose to be honest with you, but you know, we know, we know how that goes. So we're not going to even say that anything about it. <laughs> he, he does check a lot of, of Milos's boxes. However, yeah, he right? checks, checks all the boxes on Milos's yeah, list. We got to get the official box list and get it printed out and handed out. Yeah, we should. We Milos should. has eight boxes. There's symmetry, which is different than balance. Right. There's condition, there's fullness, balance. presentation. Uh, <clears throat> muscularity. Muscularity, density, those seven boxes. Uh, presentation. He probably would, he'd probably throw in like endurance. Presentation. Boxes. Presentation would be that, yeah. Well, the presentation is the, the way you present yourself. Endurance yeah. is if you can suck it up towards the end, right? Well, I think that would be included in, in presentation. Uh, well, no, he, he'd break it down. That might be a subcategory. Box. You and I, for, for our boxes, we might It might be a half a box, for, you know, in presentation. Yeah. Yeah. So there's eight boxes I can think of. And, you know, and if he's listening to the show, he's probably got five more. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he does. And as as time goes on, he'll expand his boxes. Well, you know what? If he can get a lot of – if he can somehow turn those boxes into a scoring – uh, system, maybe we well, would actually have some of the judges to go by. He's working with uh, all Jonathan Altman, the the creator of artificial intelligence, to come up with a AI. So AI yeah. can judge the body. And, and and you know what, Milos will put the boxes in, and he'll come back and say, "See, Samson should have won the Olympia based on AI analysis." He went, yeah, he, he retroactively. Is my 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 presentation, my presentation, my analysis, and AI according to Milos. But it's gonna be it's gonna be an outstanding you know show. And they're not the only two people in it, you know. I no, know we, I know these show, people next week, but yeah, I mean I think that we have to assume that these guys are probably gonna be one and two, unless some one of them screws up royally, you know, on stage, you know. Well, I mean, you know what screw you you know how it is, Dave. People uh people can people can have issues the last three weeks, you know, whether it be like no, you know, anything happens. Yeah. 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 Get run down. Barring any major disaster, you know, um, I think we're going to see a two man show. But I think that the, I think the number three through number six are going to be really good, too. We're going to, we'll highlight those for next week's show. We'll talk about who we think is going to be in the, uh, you know, that second tier group or who could potentially in that second tier group possibly break into that top two. So, that's what makes it exciting. You know, we're handicapping the show. We're going to do obviously an iron debate. I think this coming week. We haven't decided what day yet, but we're working on lining that up with King Kamali. So you guys will stay tuned this week. We'll have a lot of Arnold coverage, and uh, over the next three weeks. And all thanks to Iron Mag Labs. So thank you, Rob DiMaggio over at Iron Mag Labs for sponsoring all our coverage of the Arnold Classic. Once again, Greg Valentino, feel better. We're sending our prayers and love out to you. And uh, Guy Del Corso, also prayers and love out to you and your family. Uh, you got to beat this thing. I know you can. You're a tough guy. And you can get through this. For now, we're out of time. I hope you guys enjoyed the Super Bowl. 
And uh, I am a little upset, but not that I really liked either team, but I really wanted to see the 49ers win, but they didn't. For those of you who are just tuning in, Kansas City Chiefs, two time, two years in a row now have won the Super Bowl. So as we say every week here at Heavy Muscle Radio, Chris, with Heavy Muscle Radio. The truth hurts. It sure does. We'll see you guys next week.